Hey guys, welcome back to the O1ers Club. I'm super excited about this episode because not only am I doing it alone, which is something that I was very excited to do with this podcasting platform, but I'm also very excited because it's just something that is super important to me and relevant to my heart and my life lately, and that is freedom in relationships. Bam. Um... There's so much to this topic, and really, I think that freedom is the key to successful relationships. Um, I've heard this analogy before of, like, loving with open hands, and I think that when you love with open hands, things can come and go freely, and they're a lot more likely to stick around if they know that they're there by choice. And on the contrary, if you love with closed hands, then even if it's something so good, Whatever you're holding on to is eventually going to be strangled. Um, like, imagine it as a plant in your hand. It, it won't be able to survive if you're holding on to it with a tight grip. You have to give it space and air and water and, you know, let it do all of its plant things. <laughs> but yeah, so anyways, I have like a few ideas on the topic. And I've actually taken some notes on it. So kind of just jumping into one of the tangents of this is like one time I was super worried about like wandering eyes in relationships and kind of just wondering like maybe from a psychologist's point of view what is appropriate and what is not and to some level what I found is that it's up to each person in a relationship what their own boundaries are. One of the things I looked up is like is it bad to have a wandering eye? And it says, in the end, a wandering eye, whether it's online or offline, is harmless on its own. A wandering eye isn't a judgment of your attractiveness or a sign that your partner wants to cheat. It's just an acknowledgement that other people are also attractive as long as your partner isn't acting on it. And honestly, I think that that is so valuable because just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean that there's no longer attractive people in the world. I don't know. And also the other thing is, like, that brought me a lot of peace is what you find your value in um so if you find your value in your looks or whatever then you're constantly going to be plagued with worry about other people who also have looks that look different than you and honestly it's just a rabbit hole that won't lead to success or inner peace but something that brought me a lot of peace was just talking with my partner about like what they see in me and why they choose me and um something that brings me a lot of confidence is that I believe we're together because of who we are and not what we look like. That's kind of just a bonus for us, I guess. But yeah, I just, I think that lately in my life, so many people around me are in relationships where they sincerely love each other and have an interest in each other, but internally they feel suffocated or, um, or they don't feel like themselves. They've lost themselves in the relationship. And I think that's why to have a sustainable partnership, it's essential that you spend time on your own and that no matter how long you've been together, whether you've been dating for a year or you've been married for 30, to have hobbies of your own and friends of your own and passions, goals of your own so that you know who you are and you're not only identifying in your partnership because inevitably we're all going to be different people 
always. We're never all going to see things the same way. So I think it's essential to learn how to be different people, like, compatibly at the same time. And kind of mutually agree to give each other the space to explore who you are as individuals without that coming across as a sign of of worth you know because I think if anything it it adds to your worth if you're able to separate and do your own thing and come back together stronger and new and have things to talk about instead of being like attached at the hip all the time I have some extended family in Seattle and I was invited to go visit them for the first time when I was 12 years old and they basically became like a second family to me even though they are family but they're like extended family (laughs) but anyway so Uncle Mark and Aunt Darlene they've been married for like 60 years or something they met when they were 15 and now they're like they're like basically pushing retirement and they're happily married they're literally the happiest most like comfortable couple that I've ever seen and they still have this like sparkle in their eye about each other and they go do things like dancing lessons and just all kinds of adorable things that I feel is kind of like unusual to see in a married couple that like have been together for that long so one time I asked him like Uncle Mark how are you not bored of each other at this point And I remember he just told me, he said, every day when we wake up, like, we allow each other to be someone new. And I remember I was talking to Aunt Darlene about it, too, and she said that even if he's told a story 15 times and I might instinctively want to, like, roll my eyes or not listen, on the 16th time he might tell that story differently and I might learn something about him that I didn't know before. And I've never forgotten that because... Again, like, especially if you're looking for a long-term relationship, even if it's in a friendship, um, because I experienced this with, like, a lot of my good friends, but giving people the room and, like, the space and the grace to be new every day, because we all are. We're constantly changing. The only constant in life is change. My grandpa told me that one. And I think to expect things to stay the same is setting yourself up for failure on or for disappointment, at least. Yeah, so anyways, in relationship, especially long-term romantic relationship, I think it's so important to constantly think of it not only as something new and ever-developing, but also remember that it's a choice. Like, every day I wake up and I choose you. I'm not obligated to be here, and, like, you're not obligated to be here, but we choose each other, even if we've been choosing each other for three years like, I still have that, like, the same amount of choice to choose you today, I've felt that that mindset really brings a sense of life and freedom and option and just fun to a relationship because it takes a lot of the pressure off instead of thinking, like, oh, well, like, I'm obligated to you or or because we've been together, like, now I have to be as I was when we first met. I think all of those things are constraining to me the antithesis of those is just newness and grace and again kind of circles back to loving with open hands i wrote something in my notes that might be worth sharing Um, on the topic of freedom in relationships i wrote relationships are interesting 
a mix of committing to love each other and committing to be your true self. An equal feeling of choosing to accept each other no matter what and also maintaining the will to stand up for your own wants or standards. Ah, oh, the paradoxes of life. The paradigm. <laughs> but yeah, um, definitely a lot of duality in relationships and that includes friendships. It's not all romantic. Um, but yeah, just remembering like to be yourself and also remembering that a relationship is the choice to love another person or like even just to relate to them and in my opinion relating is most beneficial when it's done in love um but yeah don't forget to stand up for yourself too and um and if you're kind of in a spot of being confused or feeling unsettled I number one advice that I would recommend is take like an hour out of your day and sit with yourself get to know yourself who you are today and whether it's journaling or painting or talking out loud or taking videos of yourself just identify and explore what it is that you want what it is that's important to you and then after you have this tangible piece of what you currently want and who you currently are then you can look at your relationships and say like is this congruent and if it is that's incredible and if it's not is this relationship something that's like worth making congruent and sometimes relationships aren't worth how much it would take to get onto the same page and I think the only way to really make that decision is by truly getting right with yourself and identifying who you are and what it is that you want. I wanted to visit my friend at work because she was working nearby and I stopped in this little shop and got a cup of coffee and while I was waiting, I turned around, there were a bunch of little knickknacks for sale on the shelf, like some pins, like a French press maybe, um, and then a stack of this one book. It was like 10 different copies of them and the cover has this rose on it and I don't know, something about the book just really caught my eye, especially because it was the only book for sale there, but it's called Humanity's Table by Nigel Darius and... I would love to speak to Nigel one day and just tell him how much I appreciate his thoughts. But there's this poem in there and it reminds me so much of all the things that we're kind of talking about and like freedom or the lack thereof in relationships. So it's called Double Jeopardy. I wear two faces sometimes. That doesn't mean that I fake with one and keep it real with the other. I've simply found some things within myself that I'd much rather keep covered. I change my voice on the phone to make you picture me different. As image meets inflection, things can shift in an instant. I dress how I do because I've come to respect how I wish to be viewed. Social standards have left my mind a bit battered and bruised. It's an internal war, one quite hard to explain. Two beasts running wild that don't wish to be tamed. There is one who is proper, the other hails from the projects. One bows down to women, the other views them as objects. One cherishes money, the other throws it away. One is set and celibate, the other seeks to get laid. One prays for world peace, the other looks for resistance. One loves to be lazy, the other preaches persistence. The unlucky married couple that fell right out of love, but they're still hooked to each other like they're addicted to drugs. As they fight with each other, they pull and they tug, one looking for answers, the other looking for love. If they would just work together, my God, the power they would hold. 
One sought out salvation, the other's soul had been sold. Even in toxic relationships where it says like they fight with each other, they pull and they tug, the reminder that really we are all just looking for love, that is a thesis statement of relationships that is often forgotten in the mundane routine like habits that we can create just going day to day um and also kind of like tying into that I think that having the freedom in relationships gives you the space to appreciate one another um and again how it said if they would just work together my god the power that they would hold um I think that working together feels good like when you're not always together then you can choose to work together so for anyone who's in a relationship that feels stale but you really love this person and you don't want to let them go I would say first of all take a step back and ask yourself like who am I today because again like every day you are new you're not going to be who you were six months ago or at the start of the semester or at the start of your relationship so just like take some time and do you honestly and then second of all I would say like after you have your own space like come back together and encourage collaboration and like doing something new and kind of break the routine because that's where things get stale. Also, I want to recommend literally the best self-help slash inner peace book of all time, that being The Four Agreements. Um, And I mention that because the four, like, like what The Four Agreements are fit perfectly into the topic of having freedom in relationships and more than anything just having inner peace um but agreement number two is don't take anything personally and I think this is kind of the hardest one because it's against human nature not to apply what's going on to yourself um but yeah I found it so helpful in relationships not to take things personally so if your partner like has plans and you're not invited it's not about you it's definitely not like um or even if it is like it's not your job to worry about it yeah I just think like the book has so much more to say and it's been maybe five years since I've read it so I need to throw it in my Amazon cart pretty soon but um the third one Reagan and I kind of touched on last week and it's don't make assumptions I think assumptions can be relationship killers and the antithesis of assumption is question. So if you find that your internal dialogue is making assumptions about what things mean or how someone feels about you, I would just ask questions. And even if that's, hey, do you want to hang out? That can be the first question. Or like, hey, how are you doing? You know, and then as you go deeper into your conversation, You'll probably discover that whatever you were worrying about is nowhere near how they feel or what they're thinking about. And through conversation, I just feel like it kind of pulls us out of our own heads and brings a lot of comfort. Okay, one final bit that I think is so relevant is, even though it sounds cliche, living in the present moment, like actually, especially in regard to your relationship, It's very easy to get caught up in the future forward thinking and wondering like, what is this going to be? What is that going to be? What does that mean for what I want to be? And overall, I just think that that is going to suffocate what you currently do have 
and the future is intangible so there's really no point in getting upset about it now that i think about the future less i feel so much better about the present because i can look around me and appreciate the way things are right now and not have to worry about what that means for five years from now ten years from now because i honestly might not even be alive by then you never know but yeah just take it easy look around be thankful tell someone that you are thankful for them um, because that always feels really good and yeah okay um this has been dandy love you guys thank you guys so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the o1ers club definitely let me know what you think on my instagram it's at squid hendrix hendrix like jimmy (laughs) Um, but yeah, I would love to hear like feedback, what you guys think and anything that you'd like to hear from me in the future. Hope you guys have a good week. See ya.